I want us to have high profit margins, high organic growth, high employee engagement, where we are successful, profitable, and we can take all the money that we make, that we earn, that the owners earn, and we reinvest it into creating more opportunities for them through growing, through skill set development, through whatever the growth initiatives we have so that they all have a chance to to do what I've done, to, to start with a career here and have every day they have a chance to fulfill their greatest career goals at SSR. Welcome to SSR On Air. I'm Mike Rogers, your host for this monthly podcast brought to you by Smith Seckman Reed. Tune in as I interview leaders, colleagues, and clients about what is going on internally at SSR and in the larger engineering community. Okay, so t- today we're sitting down with Steve Lane, current CEO of SSR, and uh, we're going to have a little conversation and welcome. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. All right. One of the things that, that's on everybody's mind right now is just the things that are going on in our industry related to COVID and not only the COVID thing, but how is our industry moving past it? You know, what, what does it look like to you going, going forward? Uh, you know, th- th- this has been a tough 20 months. Uh, it has. I, I, you know, I, I will tell you that the, the, the past 20 months, whenever March of 2020, when it really started and hit us, yeah. uh, the world changed, life changed. You know, the, the only thing that I can, can kind of compare it to was 9-11 mm-hmm. when, when the terrorists attacked. I mean, that changed the world forever. This pandemic has changed the world forever. Yeah. Uh, what is it going to ha- what impact is it going to have on our business? You know, who who knows? Uh, we've been mm-hmm. we've been blessed. We've been fortunate that we've been able to to make our way through it and, and have, uh, you know, a, a moderate level of success and things have continued to be. Uh, not go well. I think some of the things that we learned prior to, you know, the organizational structure, the speed of change, that we must go faster. How do we put systems and processes in place? Mm-hmm. I think it saved us. I think had we not done that the yeah. way we did, with not the intention of being a pandemic that was going to be the reason, uh, you know, we, we wouldn't have been able to do have near the results or near mm-hmm. the outcome that we've had. Uh, if we hadn't made those changes earlier and it yeah. wasn't, it was about improving profits. It was about systems. It was about integrating more people. That's what it was about. It was not about COVID. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, every day I'm thankful for what we've been able to accomplish in, in the, in the roles and the way we've responded, the, the, the speed at which we've been able to adapt uh, every day. I, you know, I'm, I'm thoughtful about those that haven't and the families that have lost, family members and loved ones. And uh, we've had some of that at SSR. We've been fortunate. It hasn't been a lot, uh, but we've mm-hmm. had it. And it and it breaks my heart and it makes me realize everybody's got stuff. Everybody's yeah. got stuff they deal with every day. And the more we can do as a business, as a family, as a, you know, as a, as owners of our organization to support that and help us all bury, carry that load a little better. Uh, I mean, I think that's, you know, that's what we've done. And I think that's what we need to continue to do. So currently, what's what's your focus? Walk us through a, a, a life in the week of uh, a week in the life, I guess I should say, of uh, 
Steve Lane, CEO, right now. So I guess you're saying, what do I do? What are you I mean, doing right now? I think a lot of people say, what do you do every what day? exactly do you, you know, do? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, every week is different. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll start at high level. Uh, and th this is always going on. One of the first things or one of the biggest things that I realized that night when Rob and I talked, uh, we were at a Predators game, we were just talking, is that my first job is to find my successor. How do, how do you start day one building the team and the people around you mm -hmm. that are going to allow the company, the business to continue and be successful? Yeah. So, uh, you know, every day I'm engaged in how are we going to create a successful leadership team and how are they going to develop the business acumen, the skills, the vision, uh, the awareness to make sure this business continues for another 50 years. I think one of the probably the most important, second most important, I think the first is building a leadership team and have it, having a transition plan in place for multiple levels within the organization. Uh, I, th I think the other is about what is the vision or the culture or the values that you want to make sure continue with the business as we evolve and change. And we're in a, we're in an interesting time, uh, we have been run by baby boomers for the last 30 plus years, 35 years or so. Uh, baby boomers are not the largest part of our workforce anymore. It's third, I think, as far as the numbers of employees. Uh, I have, you know, I'm a baby boomer. I have goals. I have expectations. I have life experiences that drive my leadership or my skill, you know, my development and thoughts about where I want us to go. I don't know if what I think though that culture and those shared values are are exactly what the you know the millennials or the Gen Xs or Gen Ys are going to want for SSR. Mm -hmm. So I you know I think it's being aware first having an awareness that to know that what we've done in the past is not going to be what we do in the future. Right. There may be pieces of it, there may be elements of it, but it's not mm -hmm. going to be exactly the same thing. And a change is hard. Most people just mm. are so resistant to change. Oh, I'm not. I want to change something as often as we can. I want to make people as, I don't always say this well, I want to make people uncomfortable because I want there to be so much change that they don't get complacent. So how are we going to create that awareness that whatever we did for 50 years, that culture, you know, the shared values that we all talk about, what's going to be important for the next, for, for our next major, well, the biggest part of our workforce. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we don't know what that is. And right. one of the things that, that I'm going to be doing, and this is something that I'm, can't, I can't wait to get started, <clears throat> we're going to develop focus groups. We're going to mm -hmm. get focus groups from, you know, 25 to 35-year-olds and then maybe a 35 to 45-year-old. And, and I'm going to engage with them during the next few months and during 2022 about trying to understand what is it that they think should be important for our company? What are the goals that they have for our business? What, how are we going to set up the culture, the shared values, the expectations for the people that are going to be here 20 years from now so that they think it's successful? And it's going to have some of the past. It's going to have some of the things that we've always done, but it's got to be something different. I mean, the things that, you know, the competitive nature, the, the value creation, wealth creation, all those things that are part of 
what I wanted to make sure we we accomplished, that might not be what the next generations of leaders find. There, there's going to be different. I mean, there's going to be, you know, work-life balance. There's going to be about flexible, you know, flexibility in how they work. There's going to be about reengaging with, you know, with the community and just different mm-hmm. things that that I'm I'm all for. I'm I'm all for doing it, and I and I believe in it. It's just going to have to. There's different words and there's different ways that that's going to have to be accomplished. Maybe a little different balance between those things as they as they move forward, but maintain. I mean, you talked about culture and and you know we've talked about that a lot on 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 the podcast about the culture of SSR and what makes it what it is. And and I think your point there, at least the way I take it, is that there's some underlying features that are that are going to remain, but the culture of a 30 year old person versus you and I, you know, 60, it's different. And, sure. and and what we value is probably very different in some ways. So I think listening to them, I think it's a great idea to sit down and create those focus groups. And I don't, you know, the focus groups will be one thing, and then it's going to be, uh, you know, gathering the information, start then starting trying to craft a message mm-hmm. and engaging in that leadership of the leadership of those groups into how are the, how are they going to see themselves? How are they going to, uh, be prepared for the next steps that we want this company to to take. You know, I, yeah. I mean, I had a clear direction. I, I wanted to, you know, create a, a business that's going to be sustainable. I want us to be a high performing business from our financial performance. I want to be, a, I want us to be a place where people want to work, have high engagement. I want us to have a strong balance sheet. I want us to have a, the ability to invest in things that we think are going to help make us better. I want us to invest in our people. I want us to invest in growth. I want to invest in those kinds of things. Uh, you know, that might not be the same drive that the next, the, the millennial leaders of this organization will have, not drive. That might not be the priorities for the, for the next group of the millennial leaders. Yeah. There'll be some of that, but I don't know what it is, and it's time for them to speak up and help craft the future. Yeah, as they shuffle those priorities, maybe a little bit. I think they uh, they'll lean on them, but they'll they'll be a shuffling of it. Yeah, agree, agree. You talked on you talked a little bit about uh, being a high performance, profitable company, and what does that mean to our colleagues? Well, I mean, it's it means a lot, but what it, what does it mean to them? Uh, well, I can tell you what I think it means to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Uh, and I get a little, you know, I'm not sure what it means to all of our employees. Uh, you know, you know, there's the financial measures. There's the, you know, key performance indexes that our industry has mm-hmm. that that list how much are you growing revenue year over year? How much are your, what's your profit margins or your net income? What is that? How much cash do you have? What's your stock value doing? Mm-hmm. Those are all things that have always been important in business have always been necessary to measure. They're important in private business. They're important in public businesses. They're just part of the thing, framework of what we do. I want us to have high profit margins, high organic growth, high employee engagement, where we are successful, profitable, and we can take all the money that we make, that we earn, that the owners earn, and we reinvest it into creating more opportunities for them through growing through skill set development through whatever the growth initiatives we have so that they all have a chance to to do what I've done to to start with a career here and have every day 
they have a chance to fulfill their greatest career goals at SSR. So would you call that kind of the legacy that you'd like to leave behind? I'd be, I, I don't, I, I remember Rob saying he doesn't like to have a legacy because that means you're old and, and, <laughs> and you're done. Uh, but this you know, chapter, this chapter legacy. You know, it's, it's a culture. I guess I've got three or four things. It's uh, a culture of ownership, you know, ownership mm-hmm. in the business, ownership in your own career development, uh, a culture of, of uh, growth, you know, you know, that, well, that's how we came up with the name of our strategic plan, owning growth. Mm-hmm. So it's about owning your own career development and then growing your career and growing your business. And I really think that the, another one is innovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have to change the way that we do our work, change that we change the way we think about our deliverables so that it's 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 new and it's refreshing and it gives us a competitive advantage in the marketplace. We yeah. can't keep doing things the way we've done them. And mm-hmm. and that's not I'm not talking about software. I'm not talking about, you know, a, an application. I'm talking about the way we think, the way we act, the way we, you know, what drives us every day to get up and change change the world or change our business or change the outcome. So with that in mind, what uh, what advice would you give to either someone that's already here, a colleague that's currently here, or someone that's looking to join SSR and how they might have an impact in that down the road? Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of experiences. This is really the only place I've ever worked. So all, all I can say is, uh, you know, give it all you've got every day, um, you know, mm-hmm. Don't let there be barriers to keep you from the things that you want to accomplish and, and engage with the, you know, t- tell people, let people know what you want to do and then show them. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, get back to athletics and sports. Uh, I was a pitcher and everything started when you didn't, it, nothing started to you through the baseball. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe is when, I kind of think, well, I've kind of linked that to CEO and leadership. It doesn't start till the pitcher starts it. And and it doesn't start till a leader starts something. Mm-hmm. And and if you want to make it happen, if you want to be a leader, you got to start it yourself. And it's not going to be given to you. Uh, you know, this may be a little old school or baby boomer talk. Uh, there's no, there's nothing above you or below you at SSR. So, you know, I move tables. I, you know, I help set up for meetings. I, you know, I, you know, if, if Nikki or somebody needs help with thing, I mean, I'm involved in helping them. And I think that's what we all have to act like as owners and as part of the fabric of the culture of this business. Okay. So we're coming up on Christmas. <laughs> tell, tell me what is your, uh, what is your family tradition? that uh, you enjoy the most? Gosh. Uh, it, it, my, tra- traditions are usually spouse-driven. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in, in my family, I've been married to my wife for a long time, uh, mm-hmm. and it's usually what does she want to do on Christmas, and that becomes the tradition. Uh, yeah. we, we don't have one thing. We don't have anything one single thing we do we always have a big breakfast mm-hmm. wherever we are we have a huge breakfast on christmas morning it's you know eggs and ham and just biscuits and all kinds of things so we mm-hmm. like to eat 
uh, I've got two grandkids now. So whatever traditions we may have had, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when my kids were young or when I was young, it, it's it's changed. It all revolves around watching, you know, when I was watching my kids when they were young, now watching my grandkids and just seeing the joy in their eyes and the and what does this Christmas season mean? It, you know, I'm it, it means a lot for, to our family from a, a from a faith perspective, and and we continue to 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 make sure that's prevalent in in all of our discussions. But it's just a time. It's time to spend. It's time to spend with each other and and making more memories. We always take pictures. We take lots of pictures, and you know. And, and now it's gotten so much easier. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's all this, we can video it like you all are doing. And mm-hmm. uh, this particular year, we're going to spend uh, two weeks in Denver. Uh, we're going to go out and uh, my grandkids and son and his wife live in Denver. I hope my daughter is going to join us. I hope she and her husband are going to come out to Denver for the holidays. We're going to go to Silverthorn for a week and spend time there. We've already ordered a Christmas tree to be delivered. And so we'll have a Christmas tree set up in the nice. house up there. And we're just going to spend two weeks out in Colorado. Uh, it will probably play uh, uh, Amy Grant is a friend of ours and we'll probably play Tennessee Christmas a lot out in Colorado, <laughs> the song Tennessee Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Very good. Well, I want to thank you for joining us here on uh, SSR On Air. Appreciate the time and, and uh, all the insight and great conversation. Glad to do it. Uh, I think it would be good uh, after we get some of the focus groups information to kind of use something like this to share and engage some of the, the learnings from the focus groups. Thanks for joining us for this episode of SSR On Air. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also connect with us on social media. Links to everything can be found in the show's notes. Take care, everyone. See you next time.